Okay, Hilchas Tumas Perik Tess. We continue with the theme about uh, Israelis who's able to eat Truma because she married a Kayin. Or a Bas Kayin who has to stop eating Truma because she marries out. Right? Okay, Lacha A woman can eat Truma if she's married to a Kayin, assuming she's, that she's Israelis, so she eats only because she's married. And even if the husband makes a Shavu of Hashem Hashem to divorce her, until she actually gets to get to her hand, early or to the hand of her Shliach, she also that she made to receive the get on her behalf. Whose hand is like her hand, or any other context in the Chazgitin where a woman is divorced, if the get goes into her property, any of these contexts, until the actual divorce transpires, she could eat truma. That's a whole other conversation we're talking about. So that's that's obviously a, another, yeah, correct. So if she has a child as a Kanyan, and the divorce is not a factor, that's something else. The Chayoshi Safik Grusha, whenever we say that a woman is a, doubt, a doubtful case of a Grusha, Anytime we say that she's the, 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 the cases we had, there's several cases where the divorce is a doubt. She cannot eat truma because maybe she is no longer married to a kayan. And in the event that she's a bas kayan and the husband's Yisrael, Israel, the same thing. Maybe she is he's still married to him. So she can't eat. What? What's the we had the divorce, in, Hilch, in Hilchus oh, Gerishim, we had a lot of cases like that. Look over there. A woman who had. A woman who had, who made, 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 made a shliach. Yeah, exactly. A woman who made, her, made a shliach to receive again on her behalf. Now, we said before that she's also until the get gets to her hand or shliach. And now we're saying she cannot, she's stopping through immediately. This is, even though the shliach is right over here in front of her. And he just left the room to go get the get. And the husband is, is 10 miles away. She's stopping through me immediately. Because again, because, because once she qualifies and to receive the get, you want to be mechalk to all kinds of different cases where the shliach is here, the shliach is there. So as a blanket statement, we say as soon as the shliach is qualified to receive the get on her behalf, we have to be cheshit, she received the get, and she's stopping to immediately. If she says, if she specifically says, receive my get from me in this place, and, and the husband is in this location, she's not also until the amount of time passes for the shliach to reach that, that place. How long is that? It depends when you're alive. If times at an Rambam from Yushalayim to Tzvah is X amount of time, today it's shorter time. But the point is the same. When he, he, received, even he didn't receive yet, but he reached to the place, she cannot eat her room. But you can't know. There's no technology back then. The point is, is that once she, if she tells the Shliach, you go to receive the get in this location, she can assume it takes the amount of time it takes to get there. Until that time, she can keep eating Truma because it's not possible that she got to get earlier. So if it's a 10 hour, 10 hour trip, she has 10 more hours to eat truma. If it's 10, 10 weeks, 10, 10 weeks. weeks. Yeah. If she sends a get to retrieve the get for her, this was a kind of shliach who doesn't receive the get on her behalf. His job is essentially to become a messenger of the husband, right? Like a delivery boy. In that case, she can eat the truma until the get actually reaches her hand because that's when the get transpires. This is your get. One hour prior to my passing. Because especially if a person, for example, let's say, gets married to somebody, and he has one brother, and the one brother is a shaita. Now, if he passes away before they have children, she has to do chalitza with, with, uh, with this person, but he's a shaita, he's not capable. And therefore, it's a very bad situation. So as a, as a safeguard, or other contexts where this would happen, that's one example where, he, as a safeguard, as soon as the wedding's, huh? As a safeguard, as soon as the wedding happens, he gives her a get and says, in the event that I die, this is my get one hour prior to my death retroactive, and therefore you're not an aguna, 
You're not married. You're an almana, and 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 it's fine. One so, hour before his death. Right, right, exactly. But whatever that happens, in, in the event he tells her that, uh, she becomes immediately for the next how many years you're married? Because when any day could be the day that he'll pass away, and then retroactively she was not married, and therefore we don't. And, we, and the reason he's doing that is because he wants to prevent the whole fiasco. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The, the, right. The motivation is not is not the, I'm just giving an example why he would do that. But the point is, whatever the reason is, therefore any moment, right, eight twenty p.m. On this day, if he passes away today at 9.20, she's going to become us retroactively from now. So she should stop to be determined. Any moment can be one hour for the person's death. Therefore, until he says it gets bottled, because they have a kid, let's say, or whatever it is, or whatever the reason maybe he says bottled, this halacha applies, and she cannot eat truma. If, she, if he's a kain and she's Israelis. Base. Ir sheikufur karkin. You have a city that was surrounded by an a army. It's under siege. So, um, a boat which was uh, uh, in a storm. Someone's going out to, to be judged by Goyim, uh, capital crime for death penalty. The assumption is, meanwhile, they're still alive. Since you didn't get the news they died, you have the right to assume they're still alive. And if her husband is a Kayin, she can salute Truma. If he's a Yisrael and she's a Baskai, she cannot eat Truma because he's still alive, presumably. Needless to say, the fact it goes on a trip. You don't, you don't assume he passed away, even though people, people do have uh, tragedies on trips, especially back then with bandits and pirates and whatever. But the fact he goes on a trip doesn't mean you have to assume he passed away. You, have to, you do not have to be chesh that she can continue to eat her truma. Avil, you know, this applies to one who goes on a caravan journey. Dog, you're going to find you that trip, you know? That's what I'm saying. That's what I said. Avil, right, so not a boat, not a pirate, sorry. Okay. Bandits. You have a, they have a danger of their... They're yeah, but, right, 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 but the point is you're not, you're not chesh that. You have the right to assume the chesed kayomen, uh-huh. and she can keep eating truma. Like, he left home for a trip, left her a supply, a month of supply of truma food. She can keep eating. Avil, ir, shakif, garkaim. If it's a city, however, that was already... Uh, the siege was broken, right? It was already captured by the siege. Finish of the yam in the boat that was lost at sea, even though I'm all the survivors. And a guy who was brought out to be executed by the game. He didn't see the execution, but he was let out and they made a fanfare, right? Someone who was dragged away by a wild animal was lost in an avalanche, right? In the surfside of the yeah? Or a river washed him away. So Because Amal, the person, is obviously lost, but sometimes you have survivors. Even when he's taken out the execution, sometimes the game accept bribes. They're not so integral always. You can, you know, give them some uh, shmir, and, and the guy can get away. And therefore, you have to be in both directions. Regardless of whether it was a baskoyin to Yisrael or a baskoyin to Yisrael, they cannot eat because maybe the husband who's Yisrael is still alive, so she can't eat. But maybe if the husband's a kain, maybe he's not alive, so therefore she cannot eat. I need this to say, if she's a baskoyin, the husband's a kain, she can get out of the way. However, someone who was passing to be executed in Bezdin and Bezdin led away to execution. Now Bezdin does not accept bribes, hopefully, right? You have to assume that the the person was taken killed if he didn't see the execution. Therefore, his wife should not eat truma if she is married to a kohen or was married to a kohen now widowed from a kohen. Uh, now, therefore, she can, she can no longer eat gimel. What if she left her husband? She had to leave, but he was a crazy. He was on in the throes of death. Regardless of whether she's the bas kain or he's the kain, she can't eat. Because the majority of gaisim pass away, but not all of them. And therefore, if the husband's a kain, you have to be chesh. She died because it's very likely he did. She can't eat truma. But if she's a bas kain, he's Yisrael. It's possible he's still alive. Therefore, she cannot eat truma. Perhaps the husband didn't die. Not every grace passes away. 
What happens if it's a situation where you have two witnesses and um, and uh, one is saying the husband died, one is saying it's not true, he didn't die. So, so the halach is in this situation, the woman is not given permission to remarry. Because your chesh is still alive. But uh, even though your chesh is still alive, and he's a kayan, still she cannot eat because since it's a conflicted witnesses, we have to be to the fact that he's no longer alive. And therefore, again, in either scenario, you have to presume the worst case in either way. If she's a bas kayan, maybe the husband is still alive and she's no longer, she cannot eat through because her husband is Yisrael. If... She's a Yisrael, he's a Kayin, maybe he is, maybe he's not alive, but she can't eat Truma. Doubt. right? What if her co-wife, the guy had two wives, and, and one of them goes overseas with the husband, and, one, and the, the co-wife comes back, or if it's not a co-wife, it's one of the other five women who are not believed to testify that a woman's husband died to allow her to remarry. And we said in Hilchas Isha's what those are, right? We had it's a co-wife, um, uh, a co-yavama potentially, right? The, 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 uh, um, one of the wives of one of the other brothers, or sorry, a um, a, a, a potential yavama. So, in other, in other words, her husband's brother's wife, um, or the a mother-in-law, or a mother-in-law's daughter, or a stepdaughter. So shemes bailon, and basically anybody who wear most yidden when they come to Beth and say, "I want to testify," Chaim Yankel passed away. His wife is now an almoni; she can be married. Most cases, you know, to Nedechel were Mekel, and the wife gets to remarry. Whether even though it's only one age, usually you need two ages for it. But over here, we're Mekel, and therefore, if it's a woman or a man, regardless, even an Evan sometimes, then we, we let the woman remarry. Now, there are five women who are Chesh that they're, they're lying because they want to just mess the woman up, have her remarry, disqualify her from both men, etc. And these are, these are those five. So one of them comes and says, the guy passed away. Since she's not able to remarry based on her testimony, we don't trust her in that regard. Therefore, if the husband's a kain, we disregard the testimony completely and we assume the husband is still alive and she makes it to piv. Until somebody else shows up who is believed and says the husband died and we let her remarry, that's when we assume Taka the guy died and then she can uh, be remarried. Of course, that means she must have stopped eating truma. And it would seem that, well, no, what I was going to say was, was that if we find out that the original woman was telling the truth, the guy comes up and says, yeah, he died five years ago, all the truma she ate in the past five years, she has to pay back plus 25%, which is the penalty when you eat truma unjustly. But over here, since it's only an aid echod, I don't know if that's the case. Of course, if two of them come, then we would talk a set. That's, that's what, okay, all right. She can't, she can't have what you call presumed innocence because... Uh, no, she does meanwhile, but afterwards, if it's turned out that the husband died five years ago, even though it's an oinus, the halach is if you eat truma accidentally or or or, 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 or we're not allowed to, you have to pay it back, plus 25%. That's not the IRS. Someone freezes Evan. Now, a Kayan owns an Evan, the Evan gets the Truma, right? Now, the Evan, he frees the Evan. Once he gets his document of freedom, in which case his freedom is complete, his gear is complete, now he's a full Jew. That moment becomes possibly Truma. He's no longer property of the Kayan. Now he's a gear against Evan. No, Evid if you don't own. No, no, Evid Kanani, yeah, because Evid if you wouldn't own it. Yeah. I was, yeah. Anytime you, the Evid goes free, but he has not been given a document of freedom yet to get Shikhar. So, for example, you knock out his tooth or his eye. 
And the din is, is that if you make him lose a limb, that he doesn't regenerate. You have to free him. You lose rights to the Evid, but he's still technically is your property. And therefore, if you haven't given, you have an obligation to give him to get Shechem, but you haven't done it yet, right? There's no, there's no safe around him. Everyone is around him. He's illiterate. You have to write, a get, you have to write, 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 write it. So the fact is, until it has not gotten the actual get, because ultimately he has the obligation to be freed, so it resembles a sense of freedom, and therefore, he loses his rights to Itruma, uh, the moment he is, you're obligated to free him, even though you didn't actually free him. The din is, if someone goes, if I take this phone, and I say, here, take this phone, and be kind it on behalf of Chaim Yankel. So now Chaim Yankel owns the phone the moment you make a king on his behalf. Of course, if Chaim Yankel comes up, comes, comes, comes around, he says, I don't want that, Jatana. I hate iPhones. I despise whatever his name was, the, the, the guy who founded the company. So I don't want it, so you can't force him to take it. But the assumption is, until otherwise, if you acquire Matana on behalf of someone, the din is, is that um, he gets it. So if I make a star and I write all my, I, I, I hereby give all my property over to this guy, and I give the star to you to acquire on his behalf. Oh, and one of us is, in, is a coin, either me or the guy who's getting the gift is a coin. If both of us are Kahanim, obviously, either way he can eat because it's not a question, but one of us is a coin. And I have a vodim. Now, the guy shows up, he finds out that I gave everything I own to him. So if he immediately says, I don't want it, so even though, even though he's a client, the Evid can't eat because the, the, the Matana is bottle. Um, and if he immediately says, yeah, I'm happy, thank you so much, then at that moment he acquires the Evid. It's clear that he acquired, actually acquired the Evid retroactively when I gave you the star, and the Evid could eat Truma. And, and, and ten, the next day he says, I changed my mind, I don't want the gift, too late. I mean, he could give it away. But the fact is the gift happened. But we hear what happened was neither of those two extremes. What happened was Vishos Exesh, he first, he showed up in town, he heard about that I gave him Matana, he said nothing, and afterwards he protested. Now, how long afterwards, I'm not sure, this means if it's the amount of time it takes to say, but there's a certain time frame where you consider it to be a suffix. If the fact that he protested shortly afterwards, and again, I don't know how long, how long shortly is, but shortly afterwards he protested, demonstrates that he wasn't interested. Therefore, the gift is nullified and still belongs to me, and I'm not a client. Or if I can't, the fact that he protested afterwards shortly was a, was a, was a retraction. He first agreed to it, and therefore the Matana is legitimate, and now he's trying to change his mind, and you can't do that. So therefore, who does that belong to, me or him? Mm. I'm not a client, and he is. If depends, if he's mine, he cannot eat Truma. If he's that guy, you could eat Truma. So it's a doubt who it belongs to. The Evet cannot eat Truma, because we're not sure who was the coin. Right? Regardless of who the coin was, we're not sure who he belongs to. And again, needless to say, if I'm a coin and the guy I'm giving the gift to is a coin, then it's no shot. You can eat Truma because either way, his master is a coin. The question is who's his master. All right, Zion. We know renting is like a shtickle uh, purchase, not, but not a total purchase. If a yid rents the cow to Makayan, can I feed a Truma? Yeah, you could, because ultimately the, the Kayan still owns it. More than Yisrael. The Kayan Shitzach Behemoth Yisrael. I care when a Kayan rents a Behemoth from Yisrael. Despite the fact that when you rent a cow, the, the assumed agreement is you have to provide food for it. So the Kayan owns the Shtickle, and he's have to feed it. He cannot let it eat Truma. It's not considered a true acquisition, a true Kayan Kaspe. To give Truma to the Behemoth? Yeah, sure. Obviously, only certain types. Like, 
you can't give them, uh, you, can't, you can't give it wheat. You only give it things that are appropriate for animals to eat, like vetch. Yeah, ches. Yisrael shesam part of mikoyin lefatma of the yeshavach benayin. Okay, you have Yisrael, and okay, you have a koyin. And this koyin, he inherited, let's say, from his from his grandfather or from whatever it is, a flock of sheep. He has no idea how to take care of animals. A Yisrael, who's very very skilled in being a shepherd, tells says the koyin, I have an offer you can't refuse. Let's evaluate the flock of sheep, and let's say how much it's all worth. The evaluation turns out to be ten thousand dollars. I'm going to take the sheep from you and guarantee you ten thousand dollars in return. So no loss on your part. Now I'm going to take the sheep, fatten them up, you know, make them healthy, and I'm going to increase the value. And whatever the increase is, we're going to split that evenly. So that's called nixit tzayin barzel. This is where the expression nixit tzayin barzel comes from because it was very common to do with this arrangement. You have a guarantee, barzel, an iron guarantee that you're not going to suffer. Ironclad guarantee. Ironclad, it's yeah, yeah. ironclad, CLAD, yes. ironclad guarantee. So you have a guarantee of no loss and only a gain. So essentially, I'm really buying the sheep from you, and then we're going to give them back plus plus, which is why it's not a problem of premium. It's not a loan. It's, like, it's actually a sale. So I own the sheep while I'm tending. I'll tell you, yeah. That's all, so that's why over here, I own the sheep. So, so I go to the client and I say, hey, let me take this sheep. Here's $10,000. That's the evaluation. I'm going to give you a return of 10000 plus half of whatever past 10000 So if a year from now, the flock is not worth 10000 it's worth 15000 I'll give you back the 10000 plus half of, half of the extra five. So yeah, so 12500 I get 10500 What is the To fatten it up. To improve the value, basically. You know, to, yeah. But it's fattening it up, you know, or whatever would do the, yeah. So yes, and if we split the profits. Now, this Yisrael, who took this sheep from the Kayin, <coughs> Yisrael really owns it now. Therefore, he cannot feed them truma because it's not the coins anymore. Even the coin is entitled to a right since it's appreciation of value, but all of them belong to the Yisrael. If it's Fakir, if the coin is the one who's the skilled shepherd, and he's going to fatten up my sheep and we're going to split it, despite the fact that Yisrael has a right to the portion of the value increase. Since ultimately they belong to the coin, that the actual sheep belong to the coin in the time when he's using it, or when he's fattening it up for me, because he evaluated the value and took responsibility for it of the, and, and to return that to me. So therefore it's considered like he actually bought the sheep. The coin could feed them truma. You have a, a yid has a cow. The cow gives birth to an animal. It's the very first time. He can have the bechur, the baby, the firstborn, he can eat truma. You have to give bechur to the kahanim. Which means that not only is there an obligation to give it, it really belongs to them. You just have to make sure you don't keep it un- unjustly. So a bechur animal is considered like property of kahanim. I, which kayin? Whichever kayin you give it to eventually, but it belongs to the kahanim of the world, therefore Now a person is allowed to store vetch, which is like animal food, in his... In, in, in his dove, it's called a dove, like a dove birdhouse, even though the chayda is going to get eaten by maybe wild animals, he doesn't have to worry about the doves eating the food because even though you're not allowed to feed uh, truma to animals that don't belong to you, and, and, and non domesticated animals like doves are considered wild, don't really belong to you, but you don't have to stop them. So you can't feed it to them, you can put it there, and if they happen to get to it, that's fine. Okay. And especially because, according to one spoon of beer, one beer, that, that the chlal, this whole chil of separating truma from, 
things that are shy of the animals to eat, there's only the Rabbana. So that's also why, but that's not so simple though, but that's one, okay, good, fine. Um, so we're up to over here. Not the dove's going to come and eat it because not your problem. You know, you you are chesh, you don't have to actually do anything about it. Yo, you know, early it seems to me says the Rambam, which means not the Gemara Klar. If a if a kain sells his cow to a Yisrael, and the yid pays for them pays for pays the money for it. Now remember, the din is that when you pay the money for it. That doesn't make it yours. The Chum said the, tra- the, the, the transfer of property doesn't happen until the owner delivers it to you. Because if the moment I paid for it, it belongs to me now, and you just have to deliver what's already mine, if on the way, if he's going to try to steal it from you, you can let him steal it. Why should you? Why should you? You have your money. It's my guy, and he's still not yours. Therefore, the Chum said, no, 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 no. The transfer doesn't happen until the seller has delivered it to the purchaser. But so, so paying money for it, even though Menatera acquired it, the Chamim, don't let that happen. Despite the fact that the purchaser hasn't made a, made a, made a, a real Kenyan, a Mashiach, right? he hasn't drawn the animal, you know, two, two steps, he's also the Achil Betruma, you're not allowed to let the animal eat Truma. Even though, technically speaking, because, the, the Chum, because of the Chamim's Takana, it still belongs to the client. Because money makes the acquisition. As we'll explain in the laws of buying and selling. Therefore, even though, even though, and the fact that the Chum did this, by the way, means that even at Torah, there's no transfer. So if I pay you money for a, a bottle of beer, and I didn't make a Kenyan yet, and I forget about you, forget about it, you're over on Chamesh al-Pesach, not me, I have paid for it. But it's yours still. I make a Kenyan. Out the beginning, I'm saying is once you pay for it, since my trader, like originally before that Kana, that's what made us acquisition. In other words, now you're going to give it to me. So because I have rights to this animal, it's too, the animal has to stop being trimmer. Imachi saw the Kenyan. If if it's, if I care if you saw something to a Kenyan, Afbishin as Nami, despite the fact he gave him money, the Techem to Mashimshach again conversely. So it's the worst of both worst of both directions. He can't eat Truma until the Kenyan makes a Mashimshach. Even though the Kenyan paid for it, he doesn't really own it because Chum said you don't own it until you make a Kenyan, and therefore until the Kenyan makes a Kenyan, he cannot feed it Truma.